everyone. Welcome back to the Unraveling Podcast. I am Kelly Bacara, and I'm very, very happy to have you here. I hope that wherever you are, you are having an awesome day today. But if you are someone who is struggling, I really hope that today, this podcast gives you some encouragement. And today we are going to continue on with this Easter series that we begun last week. Last week, we discussed how our all-powerful God suffered by choice for us. We discussed how he understands our pain better than we might think. In fact, he understands it better than we do. If you haven't listened yet, I encourage you to go back and do so. And before we get started, if you haven't yet, if you could take a moment to just rate and review this podcast, it means so much. It helps other people see the podcast. I know I say it on every podcast and I will probably continue to say it on every podcast, but reviews are everything to the life of a podcast. So thank you so much in advance. And so let's get started. So last week, we discussed basically what took place on what we now call Good Friday. And today we're going to discuss the time between Jesus's crucifixion and when he was resurrected on the third day. So we're going to talk about that time in between. The thing about this time period is that it's not really discussed a whole lot in the Bible. We don't know exactly what Jesus did during that time, although we do know that he defeated and conquered death. So he was certainly doing something and it was a very, very important time. But I want us to consider for a moment what those two days were like for his disciples, followers, and his family. They had just spent the last few years following Jesus, believing he was their savior, and that the entire Old Testament had been pointing to him and it had been fulfilled by him. They believed he was God in human form. They believed he was their their king, the one who would save them. Yet they watched him go through the most excruciating and humiliating death that someone could endure. Their king didn't show off his power, At the end, he didn't perform miracles like they had seen him do so many times before. He simply let himself get killed as they stood by and watched. And we have to remember as we think about them that they did not know the outcome. Yes, Jesus had told them that he would be back in three days, but no one knew for sure what that meant or if it was even true. So on that day, on the day of Jesus's death and that following day, they all, all they knew was that he was gone. Right? So this guy that they've been following around, this guy that they, you know, again, saw as their king, as their savior. And so I just, I can't even imagine the despair that they had to watch all that happened to him happen so helplessly. I can't also imagine how much doubt some of them felt. And we know that if, as we read through it, that some people really did doubt that he even resurrected um, and if he really was who he says he was. And so I bet too that many of them felt really ashamed that they couldn't stop it. Uh, that they didn't step in more. And um, I just I just wonder if some of them were also angry with Jesus for not stopping it. And, you know, again, just kind of doubt, anger, shame, just so much hard emotion and, and overall just so, so, so much grief. This time period, it had to have been so painful. And isn't that true for all of us and maybe some of us right now? The waiting periods can be so incredibly difficult. Much like the disciples probably were, I know that when we are waiting for God to show up, we often cry out, where are you? Why aren't you doing anything? Do you even care? Do you even love me? Are you even who you say you are? The waiting periods in our life can be incredibly hard, and the enemy loves to sneak in and whisper to us, see, I told you he wasn't all that he's hyped up to be. He didn't stop your pain. He didn't save you. He's not even here. He doesn't even care. And honestly, it's not just that we have to wait that hurts so bad. Sometimes what hurts so bad is that it feels like we're waiting alone without God. Because sometimes God is quiet. Or sometimes God at least seems to be quiet. 
And I bet that's how the disciples felt after Jesus was killed. I bet they prayed and cried and begged God to speak to them, to give them peace, to make things okay, to make sense of things. But for those days, they were met with quiet. You and I know how the story goes, and we know that God certainly didn't abandon them, right? We know that, in fact, when God was being quiet, he was doing probably the most important thing that has ever happened in the history of history. He was doing things behind the scenes that we couldn't even fathom. He was quiet for a moment, but he did not stay quiet. And I don't know that God is ever truly quiet in our lives. I don't know that he ever, like, I know he's never absent from, from us, but I don't know if he's ever truly quiet. I think that we can seek him out and we will find him, um, whether in his creation or through other people or in his word um, or somewhere else. But I, I do know that there are times when God does not put a clear answer in front of us, right? And so maybe you find yourself in this situation today. You are just wondering why he has been so quiet. You are feeling scared because you don't know what's going to happen next. And I just want to remind you that God's quietness does not indicate his absence at all. You cannot be separated from God's love. His quietness also is not an indicator of how he feels about you. If you keep seeking him, you will see more to the story. You will start to understand what is happening behind the scenes, what he is up to. He wants to be made known to us. He isn't trying to hide. The disciples got the greatest surprise on that third day, the day that Jesus showed himself, healed and perfect to them. All of that grief turned into joy. All of that doubt only amplified their faith. And I believe that can be true for us too. We expect God to be the loudest when we need him. And sometimes he is, but sometimes he isn't. And what we have to trust is that he knows the best timing. You never know what God is doing behind in the quiet. You never know what he's doing behind the scenes, but you can trust that it's for your good. This is when you can say, I don't know what's going to happen next, but my God does. A quiet God is not an absent God. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Remember that. And so I'm keeping this podcast short and sweet because I just want you to take this away. Just this, if you're in the waiting period, do not give up hope. We can't see the whole picture, but God absolutely can. And he is with you during this time. You are never, ever alone. So thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week for some more of this Easter series. And I hope that you just have a really awesome, blessed week. And feel free to check out the show notes for some blog posts on this, to check out and come connect on social media. I would love to talk to you more. Hope you have a great day.